Governor Chris Sununu joining us live. Good morning, New Hampshire, the pulse of New Hampshire and our network of stations. Good morning, Governor. Hey, good morning, Jack. How are we doing? Good. Uh, you know what? It wasn't on our talking points, but uh, you being a chief executive, any any updates or any thoughts at all on how we're doing with the wind and rain this morning and some power stuff? Yeah, sure. Look, we've, we've worked with Everest First to make sure they're stationed. We're going to have power outages. Uh, we, we know that, but they've been pre-stationed, ready to go. They're already doing repairs as they come, and as the winds pick up, we'll probably get some more. So folks just need to kind of be, be prepared for that. For me, the most important information is this, that the rain may stop 5, 6, 7 p.m. tonight in certain areas of the state. The waters and the rivers across the state are going to continue to rise. They could hit cresting and flood levels at 1, 2 a.m. This, uh, later tonight. So get the word out. If you're in a high-risk area, if you're in a floodplain, if you're in an area that has typically flooded before, know that that likely could happen again and, and take precautions now. We don't want anyone waking up at 2 in the morning uh, shocked that there's, you know, with, with, with water, um, you know, under the bed, sort of say. So, um, you know, we want everyone to be safe. Uh, we know it's coming. Um, we know these, these – I just don't want people to think, oh, the rain's over, so the water's going to start receding. That's not the way it works. Yeah. The rivers will continue to rise. Now, good news is they'll likely recede pretty quickly as well, about 24 hours following that uh, over Tuesday. But Monday night, late Monday, early Tuesday morning could be very, very wet and floody uh, in a lot of different areas. And we'll have our, our DOT teams uh, stationed all across the state with the, with the local emergency responders as well to make sure people um, have what they need and, and hopefully can maintain access to their homes and the roads. Governor, we're going to talk about presidential primary stuff and your endorsement of Nikki Haley. It wasn't on my list, but because you just met, we're talking about utilities, one of the stories I saw come from your office last week, maybe you can quickly comment. Maybe you don't have to, but uh, just a, you know, we're going into the colder months, even though today's mild. Uh, but uh, I think Unitel, there was a talk about a, a rate decrease, and you know, we've seen electricity rates, you know, really spike last winter. Any comment on that? Yeah, look, New Hampshire's doing what we can to get the rates down, and they are coming down. That is great welcome news. Uh, Eversource, I think, I'm not sure where, if Eversource released their rate yet, but we suspect U- Unitel has done it. Other ut- utilities will follow, coming in with much lower rates than they were last year. That's that's awesome news. I can't speak for the rest of the states across New England, but here in New Hampshire, I think our teams are doing great working with those utilities just to get them the best rates they can, making sure that the free market is working and, and, and uh, prices are coming down. So I think that's going to be great relief for a lot of folks. Well, uh, I'll switch gears and talk some of the stuff that you're passionate about, and that is the presidential primary coming up sooner than later, Tuesday, January 23rd, the first of the nation presidential primary here. Not really the biggest shocking story of the year or uh, the last several months that Governor Sununu, you came out and endorsed Nikki Haley, but you did it last Tuesday. And of course, you had choices. You'd said you liked the governors, namely uh, Haley, DeSantis, and Christie. You went with Nikki Haley. I guess the big question I get asked, so I'm going to ask you, People trying to figure out whether ABC or national media, they'll say, hey, what's happening up there? Can the Sununu endorsement make a big difference? Can anyone catch Donald Trump? You said on my show, yes, Trump can be caught and uh, tripped up a little bit. These leads aren't real, but some say it's his primary to lose. So how do you catch Donald Trump? What do you do in the next few weeks to help Nikki Haley catch Donald Trump? And, And can Nikki Haley win this primary? Uh, absolutely. Nikki can, and, and I believe she's going to win the primary. She was down 40 points. The latest poll has her down 15. She's surging. The key is we've consolidated. A lot of the Republicans uh, candidates have consolidated from 13 down to four or five, whatever it is. Uh, and now it's about up to the voters to consolidate. If you're a Chris Christie voter, you're coming over to Nikki Haley. DeSantis voters, even Trump voters were coming up to me saying, yeah, we, we're, we understand this isn't some sort of fait accompli. There's a race here, and, and we want to move forward, so they're going to come over to Nikki Haley. The, the vast 
vast majority of folks that are with Trump are just with Trump because he's going to win, so we might as well vote for him. They they think it's inevitable, and and that's kind of building on itself. But when the folks realize, oh wait a minute, we have other choices. We don't have to pick between one of thirteen. This isn't just an assumed Trump win, especially here in New Hampshire. And for New Hampshire to go behind everyone to galvanize behind Nikki Haley is the chance for the whole country to hit a reset button. That's what everybody wants. So we're just trying to really push strong ground game, get the word out. You know, Trump flew in. He does a rally. Did he take questions? No. Did he give any answers? No. He just flies in and leaves. It's it's voters. That's not what voters want. So when you have folks that are working it on the ground, she's going to have a stronger ground game than anybody else. She's more likable, uh, as according to the polls, than anybody else. She's more has a better background and experience than anybody else. So um, this is real, and the momentum is real. So again, I'm not worrying about polls all that much, although they're all good right now. Um, we just want that momentum to keep building into January 23rd, so it becomes inevitable that oh boy, Nikki Haley has really done it. She's defied all the national media. Isn't that what New Hampshire's about? Why are we just going with what the national media is telling us to do? Let's kind of carve our own path, especially with Republicans, mm-hmm. undeclared, whoever it is. They're all going to come out and vote, and I think the galvanization behind Nikki is going to be really, really powerful. You referenced Donald Trump, the uh, uh, the former president, of course, Republican uh, frontrunner at this point nationally uh, in, U- in New Hampshire at UNH in that rally. One of the things he's clearly doing, and border security is a crisis of concern for many. You've, you've uh, talked about our own northern border, but Trump's turning up the rhetoric, if you will, at his rallies, saying migrants are poisoning the blood of our country. What's your reaction to that statement? Well, there's a couple of things. He's, what he's trying to do is, is spur the rhetoric to get his base solid. He knows Trump voters are walking away from Trump. He knows he, he, he has mid-40, low-40 uh, p- p- approval here from his own Republican voters, right? So he knows he's in trouble. So he's just trying to make sure that his base doesn't leave him, because they are. And again, when he talks about the border, there's a little problem. Uh, where's the wall, man? Where's the secure border? He was president of the United States with the Republican Congress, and what did fifty miles of a border wall? He didn't. He did so little of what he was what he promised. He didn't get Mexico to pay for it. He didn't do any of that. So his own issue that he's spurring rhetoric on is his own failure. And so folks that that believe that that's an important issue, and I do, I know Nikki Haley does, secure the border. Why would we go back and reelect the guy that didn't do it the first time? I take that issue very seriously. I understand he's trying to spur up rhetoric. But it's his own Achilles heel in his failure. Do you think it matters or do you think uh, Chris Christie, someone you've been uh, uh, friendly and worked with in the past, Ron DeSantis of Florida, the governor as well, uh, you know, after Christmas and New Year's, that window between now, between then and the New Hampshire primary, do you think one or both should drop out of this race if their numbers aren't going up? Well, I, I think they'll make those decisions on their own, but I think as the, their voters realize, look, a Chris Christie voter wants just Trump to lose, right? That's it. We need Trump to lose. Um, so they're going to come over. They're going to realize that, that that pathway does, isn't really there. They're going to come over to Nikki Haley w- without a doubt, and, and Chris will have to decide what he does. I think a lot of DeSantis voters are already coming over. Um, you know, they just, they, they've run good races, but the energy is behind Nikki now. The town halls, the packed houses, you know, all of that, it really is becoming a one-on-one race between those two. And I think that uh, as more people kind of dive into the news, see what's happening, get to spend just a little time, uh, you know, seeing what Nikki's pitch is, so to say, and understand it's real. It's based in something and it's exciting that you're going to see a lot of the voter momentum uh, flow there. And then the candidates will, will decide where they go. 
Governor Chris Sununu, good morning, New Hampshire, the Pulse of Nature. Let me just ask you one more time on this, uh, the Trump poll lead in New Hampshire, the poll lead. The, the diminishing poll lead, that one? The well, one that's me, shrinking by the day? Yeah. Let me ask you this, Governor. I've said on my show here, I don't know if you agree with me or not, because it's been months or weeks and months of the narrative that Trump's got a big lead, Trump's got a big lead, Trump's got a big lead in New Hampshire, whether it's an Emerson poll or a Quinnipiac, whatever polling source, so he's got a big lead. You just said you think Nikki Haley can win the New Hampshire primary. Let me just ask you this. If Nikki Haley were to win or someone else, if Trump doesn't win New Hampshire's primary, that's what I'm asking you, June, Tuesday, January 23rd, after all these stories of big lead, how devastating is that in terms of his quest for the, the nomination? Oh, it's huge because it's, it's assumed he's going to win, right? If he loses, that's – like, how, how did that happen, Right. Nikki and, and doesn't and, and doesn't even have to win Iowa or New Hampshire. I think she can, but she doesn't have to because no one's assumed it wouldn't be defying expectations. If Trump loses, folks will go, "What just happened here?" Oh, guess what? And then we go to South Carolina, Nikki's home state that she completely turned around and has real results there. And now that state really goes, "Oh, wait a minute, we don't just have to stick with." yesterday's thing we're going to move forward um so as nikki has the funds and she does uh and a lot of these donors coming on board so that she can do the get out the vote right if everyone in the undeclared and republican base that supports nikki came out and voted she'd win in a she would win in a landslide now that's if you get a hundred percent voter turnout that's not going to happen but the more voters she can get on the ground put people on the ground to get out to vote that's going to happen trump has no get out the vote effort trump just comes in and does a rally and leaves he he could care less right um he he has no ground game. These folks that are putting a ground game here and ultimately in South Carolina, that's where you, everything, every, everybody, the, the whole national narrative would fundamentally change. And that's where it becomes a one-on-one -on -one race. And if Trump can't hold 50 percent, last time I checked, if you're not getting 50 percent in a one-on-one -on -one race, you're losing. And, and that's real trouble. So you know the state well. You've had four back-to-back uh, -back gubernatorial wins, two-year terms. Back-to-back. Uh, to back. Let's not forget the last two, but yeah. Yeah, it. no, I said four. <laughs> I said four. Back-to-back, two-year. Uh, and you're, you're, not, you're moving on, as they say. You know this state pretty well. You also know that Trump scores well among Republican primary voters. And once again, you really do believe that Nikki Haley can catch Trump, the person you endorse, in between now and Jan 23rd and, and surprise people in the primary. Oh, sure. Look, she was 40 points down three months ago. She's 15 points down in the latest poll today. No one else is moving forward except her. More of those non – if he's at 44 percent and everyone galvanizes behind Nikki, she wins huge, right? If undeclareds come out, if a lot of these folks that say, look, I'm going to just take my 20 minutes. I'm going to take this primary seriously. I'm going to do my part to make sure that we're all moving forward in this country, and she's the one that can galvanize folks. Talk to your friends. Talk to your family. If they're getting out to vote, she wins. I mean, that, the, the math, I'm just, I'm just talking math, right? Yeah. You know? Well, well last, uh, Joe Biden, not running here. There's going to be a big write-in effort. It seems the Democrat establishment's behind it. Uh, I know Congressman Phillips and others are running here, but uh, does Joe Biden win that write-in effort or not? Um, boy, I don't, I don't know. I've got to be honest. I've heard there's a write-in effort. I'm not a, a, on the Democrat side. They haven't come to my house to, to tell me to write his name in, obviously. So I, I'm really not sure. I I think it's been a huge mistake. I think Biden knows, his team knows, not playing here is, a, is an absolutely huge mistake. I'm still a believer there's a very strong chance Joe Biden is not on that ballot, whether it's because of New Hampshire or not. I think there's obviously a lot of reasons why the Bidens might say to themselves, you know what? 
we have two choices. We can be the Democrats that got rid of Trump or the Democrats that let Trump back into the, <laughs> into the White House if, if, if he were the nominee. So I think that that is kind of running through their heads right now, and they got to figure that out. By the way, when Nikki Haley, if we, as, as she wins here, hits the reset button and replaces, the party that replaces their standard bearer first, if Nikki Haley replaces Trump before the Democrats replace Biden, we win. That's it. That's the key. So it's it's not even I mean, Nikki's making a great pitch. It's all in the voters hands. Get out and vote. Get out. Talk to your friends and neighbors. Make this thing happen and show the rest of the country that New Hampshire is leading, not just doing the same old thing. Governor Christiner, thanks for joining us for the update on the Mother Nature as well. Thank you. Governor. You bet. Thank you, buddy.